Yo, I want to say everybody, it's your boy, Legendary Cuts and Styles. Oh, nah, just joking. Yo, I need everybody to pull up Anchor. Go on and start your first podcast, no matter what your podcast is. If it's um, motivational speaking, if it's, I don't know, singing, if it's talking about political issues, things going on in America, whatever you need to do. But I'm telling you, get the Anchor app. You can put it on any other platform from Spotify to the actual Apple podcast. And guess what? The whole setup is free. So I'm just saying, go ahead and handle that. Yo, click that button, download that app, get the anchor. I'm a holler. Peace. Yeah, that's it. What up, world? Psych. <laughs> you know what it is, baby. Y'all know what time it is, man. It's your boy. Nah, nah, nah. This ain't <laughs> nah, man. It's a boy cut by the cypher. My dog, legendary. What's happening with it? Chilling, bro. Bruh. Man. Hey, man, what time is it, bro? Like, for real, man. Check the time, nine, bro. Nine something, bro. Nine twenty one. It's nine twenty one in the PM yep, in the yep. East Coast time. Yep, yep. Just finished working. My man, yo, you'll see it in the video. Yep. I'm gonna go and slide him in there. My man just finished the cut. Literally just finished. We talk about grind. We grind. We grind. Start with the mind, yo. Grind frame. You know what it be like. Yeah. But yeah, man. We back, man. We took some time off. I'm Maybe. glad that kind of happened too, bro. Because guess what? Time, bro. That's what it's about. But we we back though. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You we know t- what? Gotta we keep told that balance. Y'all it was gonna be transparency. Very transparent. So we what? took what? Three weeks off, three bro. Three weeks, bro. But we we were trying to get it. Man, just time, man. Yeah, bro. Time, bro. You know what I mean? <sighs> and tonight, your boy was tired. My sciatic nerve was acting up. Kicking in, man. But you know. We had to. We had to bring it back to y'all. Become a beast. Yes. Everybody wanna be a beast. Until it's time to do what they do. Whew. So we had to kick it back in gear, man, because you know, grind frame, the mindset of grinding. You know what I mean? Achieving. Absolutely. What With you say you gonna do? Yeah, absolutely. With Straight the transparency, up. man. So what's tonight's topic? You ask. Audience, tonight's topic I think is desperation leading to frustration. Desperation leading to frustration, bro. Yep. And that I'm gonna be talking about every every aspect of your life. Yep. The business, the personal life, meaning who you get in a relationship with, who you get in a business relationship with, who you lay down in the bed with, to you putting a ring on uh you know on her finger or mm-hmm. she accepting a ring from him or vice versa how however it goes it doesn't even matter yep money you know, making decisions money definitely money making decisions you know i mean one of them <laughs> use people this this is what i i profit off of uh, okay 
people of desperation. Um, at the pawn shop, bro. You know? Man, I never thought about that. <laughs> and they prosper off of that. You know? Bro, they make a lick off of people, bro. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I bro. just thought, like, you were right about that. Yeah, bro. So I profit off off that. You know? <laughs> now, you profit off of But just, I mean, you just think about it, man. You know, say fans, and I know I've been to a pawn shop, trust me. And you go in there and you got jury or whatever the case may be, and you yep. need that lick real quick. You mess around and you take a $5,000 ring and then they only going to give you about a band for it. If that. If that. Sure. Then they're going to turn around and charge you. I mean, and I say somebody's going there and, and they want to buy it. Yep. Man, they're going to charge two to three times that mm -hmm. because they know that you were desperate. Yep. And so that's what this whole concept of desperation and frustration comes uh, uh, leads to, man. Like, you got to you gotta take your time in a sense. Do your homework. Do your homework, bro. What's an example of people not doing their homework? Man. I think that may have been one of them right there. Yeah, right there. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so you want a real-life example, like for myself, or yeah. you want an example from just things that I've seen in my own lifetime? Let's go things you've seen in your lifetime, and then let's go personal. All right. Um, things I've seen in my lifetime. Things that I've seen in my lifetime of desperation. Okay. Things I've seen in my lifetime is... You have people that, okay, let's take it on the business uh, aspect. Let's go business aspect, yep. okay? Um, you have people to where they want to grow their business, mm -hmm. okay? Then they want to take that business and they want to grow it. And so instead of doing their homework and saying, okay, let me do a little bit of research on, all right, say for instance, you got a barbershop and you want to do manicures and pedicures in there, Yeesh. okay? And... How many barbershops do you know that have manicure and pedicure stations? Not many. Okay. And so with that being said, who are you really going to talk to and get that homework? I mean, like, like get that knowledge, that information from? Because most men, when they go into a barbershop, they may want a beard shave, beard trim up. They want to, you know, a line. They want their hair cut. They're not thinking about manicures or pedicures. I mean, the most that I can consider as being pampered in a barbershop is maybe a minute miniature facial May, a, a miniature facial you know I mean? and then that comes what far few in between as well Straight up. you know what i'm saying and so if that's the case and you know you say okay i'm going to make a decision i'm going to put this manicure and pedicure uh into my shop and instead of talking to clients getting briefing from clients information from clients or even going to a real nail spa and asking them mm -hmm. uh you know what their opinion is what the price would be what should they charge or matter of fact even if it's a good idea yeah like is that really a good idea or even a ratio of men and women coming to the nail salon exactly to get pedicure to get exactly i mean <clears throat> i mean men are nowadays are getting them so i'm not saying that was a bad concept yeah. but how many men are in barber shops most guys that i see they're with their wives and they're actually going to a nail spa. Straight up. And they got the whole foot set up, the whole, you know, they got everything set up, you know what I'm saying? And so they know what they're going in for. But when you come into a barbershop, you ain't going to see no dude sitting up there with their feet all in the bubbly water. You're not going to see that because they ain't got time for that because that's not what a barbershop is about. Mm -hmm. Maybe that should be the additional waiting area. It should have been an additional waiting area. So again, 
do your homework. And so that's what I mean. That's something that, you know, I've seen even slightly somewhat experienced. Not it don't even matter, but you know. But at the end of the day, do your homework. Do your homework, people. Yeah. All right, so now that you give me an example of I mean, what you seen, let's go to experience firsthand. All right, experiences firsthand. Now, my, now, this is my real life experience. It's a long story. I'm trying to make it as short as possible. Yes, we sir. got about 52 minutes. Are y'all ready for this story? Yeah. <laughs> Try to go. <laughs> All right, real quick. Me and my wife, she wanted to move to Florida. I didn't have an issue moving to Florida. Okay, let me take that back. I had a big issue moving to Florida because I didn't know anything about Florida. So my wife said, all right, babe, I want to move to Florida. Her best friend is out here. You know, I'm, I'm over the road. You know, we get ready to leave California. She, You know, she wanted to stay in Cali, but she knew it would be a little expensive. So she said, okay, we're going to move to Florida. So my wife says, okay, babe, I think it's going to be good for us financially because I was a um, owner-operator as a truck driver. So, okay, we do all that. You know, she said, bam, we needed um, we needed about twenty-five dollars to $30,000. And I had just started on the operator. I said, all right, babe, got it. When we got to be out of here. We got to be out of here. And in the new crib in Florida by July 1st, got it too easy. It took me a month and a half. I got thirty grand, easy, yeah. and that was enough to move our stuff, get the place, uh, and drive us all the way out here, and still have money to make sure that I can get all the bill, all of the utilities and stuff cut on as well. All right. So mentioning that part, I know the audience is like, "Man, what is this guy talking about?" Because thirty grand that doesn't seem like a desperate move or decision. Because you were able to make in a month and a half what certain people or most people make in a year. So okay, so they okay. So what 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 I'm grabbing what I'm grasping in straws right now. You're saying is it don't seem like a desperate situation. Yeah. Now I know that I paused you in the middle of the story, but no, it's fine. It's fine. You know, but speaking for you guys, if you allow me. No, but um, yeah. Uh, so continue to explain because, like, just hearing that part, that doesn't seem that that sounds like you had a plan. No, we didn't. Okay. No, the so, plan. No, did, did we? That that was the thing. We didn't have a plan when we decided when my wife made the decision that we wanted to finally move to Florida. I had about a month and a half to get the money because we had to move out, and so because again we didn't do our homework. And where the desperation part leads to is as soon as we moved here, uh, we realized, well, as soon as we moved here, we realized that the money coming out of Florida was not as good. So we really didn't have, uh, we really didn't save anything. Okay. So Because the 30 grand, what, it took you to move here? Yeah. Well, no, not even just that, but okay, the 30 grand that it took for us to move here, but because, you know, my wife is thinking that we're going to be able to save money and pay less on taxes in the business, not knowing that the loads coming out of Florida was paying next to nothing. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And what happened was that ended up snowballing into everything. Once we moved here, I went, I want to say another maybe six good months, and then all of a sudden I started losing money. I wasn't getting the loads as fast. Then I started getting behind in all of my bills. Mm. Not even just that. Then I got into two trucking accidents. I mean, of course, neither one was my fault. If it was, I'll, I'll be honest and I'll tell you. 
one, I got hit in the parking lot when I was asleep, so I had to come back home mm. for a week and lose money there because if the wheels ain't moving. And then right after that, um, I got hit again in Alabama, in Montgomery, Alabama, by some college kids from Florida. Ironic, right? Right. Then again, I then I had to go and stay out for almost two weeks because of a hurricane that hit around the same time. So wheels aren't moving. Now, this is where the desperation part comes in at, or the well, we didn't do it, we didn't do our homework, and it became frustrating. I started losing loads. I didn't make any money. My truck broke down. Now we're stuck with $1,700 rent. Yeesh. When we could have moved to Texas, where I originally wanted to go, and got a smaller crib. You hearing this? You see what I'm saying? I could have got a little bit smaller house um, for $1,700, bro. We should have been living in almost a mini mansion, right? Straight up. You see what I'm saying? But this is what makes it um, like even more desperate. Uh, lost my train of thought just for a second. But I started losing loads, started losing money. And now here we are, $1,700 rent. Like that alone was enough. So what yeah. did I have to do? I had to go take a $16 an hour job. Damn. Now, that's where the desperation comes from. Truck broke down. So the same 30000 I used to move was out here was the same 30000 that I had to pay to get my truck fixed. So, and knowing what you know now, also, let me tie this in. Because even with that, we know that being tied down to someone's job is them telling you your worth. And that the energy that you produce is money absolutely like absolutely bringing that to now i don't think you would have made that same decision to go on someone's job knowing what you know now absolutely do you think i would have took a 16 dollar an hour job never nah, I, I was <laughs> i was so de- bro i didn't know what to do yeah i, I was done and that bro. 1700 is what made you desperate because and you know, i would say in a little over what 10 months, you're what close to 20,000? Yep. Oh, wait, wait. And wait, then wait. also, uh-huh, uh-huh. Tell no, 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 work. go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, because I was also going to say, um, with that, with that 17, you know, with that $1,700 a month rent, what I and I, I, I want everybody to listen to me when I tell you this because this was this, this, this was my breaking point. When I moved to Florida, the realtor told me I needed to have two years in a business. Listen to me closely. When you get a house, when you buy a house, you need to have two years of steady income in one particular job or one particular industry. That's the kicker. Mm -hmm. So meaning, if I would have told the realtor I'm a driver, that's all I had to tell her. Because I was still a driver. And I was technically leasing the car from, I mean, leasing the truck from another company, even though the percentage was 75, 25. Mm-hmm. So my income had bumped up a lot, but I went in like, oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? Man, I'm an owner operator. What's up, cuz? You know what I'm saying? Man, I, oh man, man, I make my own money. What's happening with it? And she says, oh, so how long you been in business? Damn. <laughs> and I was like, you know, about three or four months. Oh, no, you gotta have two years. <laughs> Not knowing that I was still a truck driver. I was still a driver in the same industry. Wow. 
All I had to do was say, I'm a truck driver, because the truck was leased through them, so their name was on it. Even though it was with my LLC, it didn't even matter, because I was still the driver. So your pride pretty much got Bingo. Him. And that just made everything even more worse. I was mad at my wife for two years because of that. Two, bro, I was mad at her for two years, and I'm literally being transparent because it was like, oh, it's your fault, and, and, and I'm following what you want to do, and this is not part of my plan, and blah, 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 blah. I wanted to, I literally had to apologize to my wife, and I had to tell her, I said, you know what? I was not being a man mm -hmm. because I could have easily stopped all of that. I could have easily pumped the brakes and said, listen, this is what we're going to do. Because in a technical sense, you said it earlier, we had a plan. We, I had a plan. But because of my wife, and I love her so much, and I give her what she wants. You see what I'm saying? This is where she wanted to go. We still could have moved to Florida, just not in this situation. So your plan was similar but different from your wife's? It was very similar. It was to come out here. It was to save money. It was to grow the business. It was exactly the same. The only difference is I wouldn't have chose a house if I would have thought about it, said, okay, if I'm, what's, what's the average, what's the average paying job in Florida? Sure. If I would have took the average job paying in Florida and find out what's the average rent or the average mortgage, mm -hmm. that's what I would have based my information off of. Yeah, definitely. Research. Do your Re homework. Do your homework. You know what I mean? Definitely. Enough about me, bro. What's up with you, though? I mean, yeah. Yeah, you know. Man, my, my thoughts are scrambled right now, but as far as desperation, let me think, man. I know you got something on your sleeve, Twan, bro. Come oh, on, DP. Man. I know you got something. I'm trying to see which one I want to put out there. Cause... Well, you just got to be careful. <laughs> <laughs> you know? You got to be careful, bro. You got to be careful, man. Yeah. Well, and I, I, and I don't mean in the sense of being careful in the sense of watching what you say, but not, you know, not being disrespectful yeah or making somebody you know throwing somebody under the bus because that's not what we do why I, I mentioned why i said i was mad at my wife but that was the caveat to me saying i had to apologize to her yeah, yeah. because you know because i wasn't a man i was i was very upset with her about that man i was i was so mad and boy it almost destroyed our whole our whole marriage our whole relationship i was so mad well let me one one decision i made i think it was about three years ago Five years ago, I was in a car accident. I was going to be a, a cop. Mm -hmm. And um, got accepted to the academy and all that. And um, got in a car accident. So that delayed that. Ultimately, I'm glad it did because it, it gave me opportunity to focus on, on something that I really love, which is barbering. Mm -hmm. But, um, man. And so I had to do a self-assessment. Um, if I was gonna go into this industry of, of being a law enforcement agency or agent, it was to better my community in the sense, oh, I can wear a badge, I'm wearing a badge, and to not only wear a badge, but also um, to go against cricket cops. Mm. So, wow. However, <laughs> I mean, uh, that, that, that may have 
been the wrong reasons to do it. I mean, right reasons, but also the wrong reasons. Because I'm thinking, like, if I see a cop shoot somebody. That's unarmed. That's unarmed. I may take my gun as his partner. Right. And I might shoot it. <laughs> hey. You know what I mean? Hey. And so. Right, 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 right. Yeah, but um, no, nah, but the accident gave me an opportunity to really focus on um, being a barber. But um, back to the uh, desperation. So after about two years, I got about, what, 15,000? 15, 15, mm-hmm. And um, I was driving a Chrysler 300 at the time, paid off. AC hat went down. Oh, boy. Them car desperations. And so, instead of getting the car fixed with some of this money I just got, my dumb behind, go ahead and trade the car in and then add two more thousand to that car. Yeah. And then get stuck in the car payment that if I would have only just got the AC fixed, my money... Over the past what three years mm-hmm. that I've been paying on this car, would have added up to the yes. accumulation of wealth, mm-hmm. where I could then invest that money, or even purchase property, some property. Absolutely. So, and now I'm scrambling to now gather the funds to do what you wanted to do. To do what I want to do three years ago. So yeah, bro. No, no, no. That's actually really good. That's that's actually a really good thing because when you when you think about it, because we all do that, and, and and that also goes with what that to me that also goes with the tax season. Yeah. Because you get a lot of people that get their money and they get their tax money. I'm gonna be honest with you. They I'm gonna be that, bro, bro. Bro, check this joint out, bro. I'm gonna be even more transparent. I haven't gotten a tax return. How old are my 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 twins right now? My twins are sixteen. My oldest two. They're sixteen. I haven't gotten a tax return in 14 years. That was something to me, bro. Yeah, seriously. I, I have not had a tax return. Tax you see what I'm saying? Year. Yeah, bro. I've since never. 2004. Mm-hmm. I haven't had a tax return since two, probably 2004, 2005, too. Because I always, even though I was in the military, I kept getting in back child support. Like, I yeah. would pay it, pay it, pay it. And then, like, I my very first time I got into back child support uh, was 2006. Yeah. And I was in uh, Iraq, and my grandma called me and was like, oh, baby, you got your tax, you know. I mean, your these letters from the court, oh, you know, don't, hey, don't worry about it, mama. I, I check it out when I get, yeah. That was like 16000 Damn. Yeah, that was sixteen grand. I paid that back, turned around, got into it again. When I got out the military, again, that was another 16000 And so, well, that, that accumulated over years, you yeah. see what I'm saying? Because I was paying consistently... Well, that was two years, and then again, and then once I got caught up, I was paying consistently until 2011, and then from 2011, I got backed up again until 2000, actually right when I actually met my wife in 2014, so again, or 2013, yeah, 2014, again, I was $16,000 getting back, but by that time, I had kind of got it dropped, because I was taking care of my two youngest kids in Germany. So I got them to drop it by a couple of hundred. Um, again, bam. But I mean, that's a little off 
topic. But the reason I brought up the income tax is because, not to talk about my back child support, but I'm just telling you, you think about stuff like that. Again, think about who you get in relationships with. Yeah. Not saying that, you know, like the mother <clears throat> of my kids are really bad people, because they're really not. You know, they did what they felt was right at the time for them to take care of my daughters and whatever decisions they made in their life, whatever. I got two more years left, I'm just saying. Um, but even for, you know, the women, you know, you be careful who you lay down with and who you decide to have a child with as well because you might think that, oh, man, I've been lonely for so long and you find this person that may somewhat sweep you off your feet and next thing you know, you got a baby with a deadbeat dude. Or on the reverse side, you know, you, you know, fellas, you might end up with the baby with a woman, you know, who loves money, who loves number money. No, she man. might just be like, I don't want to be with you in the moment, put you on child support and you might Straight be paying up. a grand a month. So all of these things, they, they all tie together in the financial, in the personal, in the business aspect. And trust me, they get in your business. Do. So, well, back to the taxes, though. Go ahead with your example. Yeah, yeah. So, with the taxes, man, people get their, you know, people get their income taxes, man, and they just splurge and they splurge and they splurge. And it's so funny, man, because I talked to so many people. I've even did taxes last year. And I've given people. They look at me and they be like, "Well, how can you give me tax advice? If you know, how can I give y'all tax advice if I haven't had income taxes? Because." I did my wife taxes last year. She did her own a year before, whatever, whatever. I did my wife taxes last year. I wrote off like, you know, I had her write off $2,500 in school stuff. You know what I'm saying? And then I showed my wife how to put that money into use. You see what I'm saying? She's not an investment type person, mm -hmm. but she knew how to put her money into use. And that's exactly what she did. Again, this year, she's going to put her money again into use. So if you're going to do anything with taxes, why don't you put it on the down payment of a crib? Now, nah, don't get me wrong. Houses are a liability. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. That's that Robert Kiyosaki yeah. type thinking. I agree with that 110%. But if you can take that and pay on that liability for two or three years, you think about the equity that, that now it's liquid that you can take out of that home and say, you know what? Because I'm going to leave you with one tidbit of information for one second. Say, so you know what? I'm going to invest in this crib. Because little do y'all know, the stock market, the market's about to crash. It's just a transfer of wealth. That it is. It's a tra exactly. Absolutely. That's it, That's it. So the market's about to crash. I'm telling you what. You don't think Warren Buffett and all of them about to be on there. From, they finna collect. Yeah. Rich people, wealthy. Let me never say rich. Wealthy people love recessions. Yep. When the stock market crashes, they love recessions because they will eat it alive. Straight up. And it's the everyday people. But this is why this podcast is here. And that's why you got to have a mindset like of growth. You know what I mean? Because back to the like taxes, because too, too many times I've seen, even from my youth, like every year, bro, you'll see the paper tax. Yep. Every, I just don't every get it. Year. That's a real liability. You're not getting nothing for Straight that. Straight up. And then nothing. by middle year, the car repo. Yep. So that desperation of you not doing your research. First, educating yourself of, of what like money is. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Because like, even like with the Robert Kiyosaki, like, it was like, man, the poor buy liabilities mm -hmm. and the rich buy assets. assets. But even more, he went into more depth, like we buy luxuries first. Yep. I mean, that's why you can pull up to a mansion and you'll see a 1985 Toyota Corolla because they focus on their asset columns first yeah. to be able to purchase this home 
And then once that assets column out seated there, what? Yeah, exceeds their liability. Their expenses. Yep. Then that's when you make that purchase. But because we don't educate ourselves, we feel that we're desperate. Oh man, I'm tired of catching a ride with this person. I'm tired of giving this person this much. But I guarantee you, you catching a ride with that person is less than this car payment or the cost of an expense when that car breaks down. Absolutely. Yep. So yep. it's about doing your homework, educating yourself, and then taking massive action to Towards. achieve your goals. Absolutely. And that's what this, and again, that's what this podcast is about is to get people to start really thinking. And it's the transparency of it because we are literally pushing our way towards this. Check this out. I don't know how much this is going to help anybody else. I didn't even tell you this. This is, I got something for you. I um, I got a savings account on Credit Karma. Mm-hmm. All right. And uh, with that savings account on Credit Karma, as I continuously... Okay. Well, okay. What would you rather do? And I, I'm going to ask you that before I continue. So what would you rather do? Would you rather put money into a bank that you're going to get your APY is probably going to be two, three, maybe 1% a year? Or would you rather invest or or put your money into a savings account that's going to build your credit? Because it's going to help balance the debt to income ratio. Because that's what credit is based off of is debt to income ratio. Based on the knowledge I have, I don't know if I would even. I I, don't, I probably would choose a third option. Okay, what would be your third option? Like an annuity, some type of annuity account or interest bearing account. You can do that. I know where I'm gonna get more money. Well, how would you? Back. Let me ask you this though, and this is putting you on the spot now. Do you know about Rule Seventy Two? Mm-hmm. Oh no, Rule 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 Seventy Two. I've heard of it, but no. No, okay. Rule seventy two will let you know how much interest, how much, how long it's going to take for your account to actually compound that interest. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that's rule seventy two. So you take it. They're giving you eighteen percent, and you divide that by rule seventy two, or by seventy two percent, or seven by the number seventy two. So if it's eighteen point nine percent, of course you round it to nineteen percent, or round down to eighteen point seven percent. 18.7 or 18 divided by 72, that's how long it's going to take so for you to actually get that entire 18%, if I understood the rule correctly. If not, you can correct me down in the comments below uh, and kind of let me know, but that's kind of what I researched and I kind of learned See, that. But here, here's where I, why I wouldn't choose either of those two. Okay. Because if my assets column is building... Why would I need credit? Well, what if you don't have it? Why would I need to focus on credit? Well, because credit by assets, right? No. So, even with that, like, even purchasing a house on credit. Okay. I, I'll, well, I credit. what I know now. Okay, okay. <clears throat> that wouldn't be my first goal. Okay. You know what I mean? I, I would find a way to build a cash flow okay because like even with the credit I mean I mean if you don't agree with it, you just don't agree with it I'm not going to yeah. force you to be like oh bro but you got to agree with it because that's what I'm doing that's literally what I'm doing because I'm trying it out 
Because with me, like, bro, like I told you, I just, I maxed out all my cards. Yeah. Oh, knowing what you know now. Absolutely. You know I mean? Yeah, we did that. That's for a different podcast, though. Okay. <laughs> After we see the results of all of that, I definitely want you to talk about that. Oh, yeah, definitely. Which, uh, which okay, you know what? That does make sense why you're saying what you're saying to me now. Because we did have this discussion before. Hold that thought until the next and. Actually, let's Later. make that. Let's make that. If we'll make it one. If everything comes into fruition, I, I want that to be the fourth one because it's early, and so the earlier we can get to people and kind of go with that because I'm still got that, you know, because we know cash is king. Everybody knows cash, cash is king, but sometimes in order for you to get the cash, you gotta maybe have the credit. You see what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. how. But that's still that old. That's that old school type mentality that I have. But you gonna yeah. Save that. I, he got to say that thought. Straight up. Say that thought, bro. Yeah, I mean, say that thought, man. Say that thought. I I know where you're going. Yeah. I know. I forgot what I, I, I just can't, like. Ugh. No, you can't do it. You know oh, I know. Mean? I know. I know. And my wife, she, she's bearing down on me, like, do you want, can, I, can I pay my credit card? Like, she respects me in that manner to, like, yeah. ask me, can I pay? No. Just let's not. Let me give you this information. Let me work on so this. So you can be informed Absolutely. of why I'm making I'm making this decision, decision. Yeah. not to pay this card. Right. Oh, bro, hold that. Hold that. Hold no, that. Hold that. That's a gym, baby. I ain't, ain't going to do it to Hold that. Hold that. Hold that. You know. But yeah, man, I don't know. Like, I would say just don't, don't, don't put your money in the bank. I would agree. I, mean? I, I I would agree. I would say that absolutely. Look, look for agree. opportunities. To, I would agree. Like we say, let your money work for you. <sighs> Sorry, I, it's like ten o'clock. All right, so I I agree. Let your money work for you. All right, so at the end of the day, like we said, money is a tool. Right. And even with that, no, not knowing money is a tool, we tend to make desperate. Decisions. And I was just about to say that because with the lack of financial education that we actually have, that it forces us to make really desperate or foolish decisions. Very foolish. Even like we learned, bro, like fiat currency. Like your paper money is worth as much as your monopoly money. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I used to have this saying, right? My, and my saying used to be like, "Man, paper ain't worth none if it didn't chafe me so much, I wipe my." <laughs> you, oh yeah, I used to say that all the time. People that would look at cut you, bro. Hey, it'd be it'd chafe up. I'll be having, yeah, I'd be having to put, yeah. That I used to say that. Cut you. Yeah, I used to say that all the time. People would look at me like I'm crazy. Nah, I'd be look because it is. That's rough. That ain't something you want to use for the tissue. You don't nah. want to use that. You might get you some paper cuts. Buy some gold, bro. Bro, just hold that. Hold that. That, that. that would be. Hold that. Hey, like no, gold, bro. Hold that. Man. No, I'm saying hold that for the next. Because, bro, trust me. That's no, we're going we to go to that in the future. Baby. We are. We, we definitely going to go into that. But that, that is a snippet. That is definitely one of our moves. At, you know what I mean? Absentee coming. properties. Yeah, straight up. These are. These. These are some of the moves. This, this is the second podcast. So, the first one, I don't really think we dropped any any really deep, deep shoes on y'all except for the three forks in a row, left to right. You know, not focus on any of them. Just go straight with it and don't worry about the failures or the success. 
But now we're going to start really dropping some real Jews, and we're going to go through this this journey of transparency. Up, and we really finna start showing y'all exactly what it is that we're doing. And bro, you know how I learned, like, like today I was on the road, mm-hmm. going to Stewart, working, um, and I was like, I was thinking of that, the forks in the road, with all of these distractions on the um, side of the road. Oh, like, yeah. With the shops, f- storefronts, on each side. Mm. The billboards, the billboards mm-hmm. that are designed to get you to look mm-hmm. that way, and possibly come in and lose sight of your um, destination yeah. or goal. Your definiteness of purpose, in the words of Napoleon Hill, which was taken from Andrew Carnegie. Mm-hmm. Definiteness of purpose. That was actually one of the keynotes for this. Yeah, definiteness of purpose. That definite. That that definiteness of purpose will keep you from going left it'll keep you going from going right because eventually you know everybody knows they want they want to be successful yep okay and the reason why when it comes to the left and to the right um and i think why more or less i focus so much on the straight and not the left and the right Mm -hmm. is because one i don't want to be fearful and two i don't want to be arrogant or egotistical because money doesn't make you who you are no and that's what people get so caught up in the success that they forget who they are and what's important. But I think even even on that journey, like people look at you as you're um, cocky. Absolutely. <laughs> like, not all right. So me, I work at Amazon as well. On my days off from this grind, from cutting hair. Mm-hmm. So I see the crabbiness. Crabbing in a barrel. Oh, and people mm-hmm. trying to, because that's all they know. Oh, I gotta meet this bill, so let me go put myself on this job. Let these people tell me how much I'm worth, instead of like I said in the first podcast, you taking your neck by the reins mm-hmm. and seeing the value in yourself. Because honestly, none of these companies that are Fortune 500 companies will never value you as exactly. much as you can value yourself. Or be able to run without your energy. I, bro, you sound like my wife. That is my my wife is queen. You are big on that. Straight up, queen. Right. I'm telling you, she is, bro. Queen, she is so big on that. We used to have arguments about that. I was like, baby, you don't understand. Blah 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 blah. It's the business people who's making the business. They're creating the jobs, and she'll just sit there and she'd be like. But we the one that's making the money. Yeah. We yeah, always got to remember that. So they're, they're never going to value you. Ever. Yeah. Ever. And so, I mean, it's just like something in the Bible. When it says, the poor you will have with you always. And I I thought about that two days ago. Wow. Bro. Yeah. It's not necessarily that, that people, the, the physical body is poor. It's the mindset. It's the mindset it's of It's the people. mindset of people. And so when you look around this world, even your own neighborhood, you see the mindset of people who mm. think poor. poorly, absolutely, and make poor decisions. I was, I was one of them. I'm not gonna lie. Right. Me I, too. I, yeah. I, I mean, I've had a desire to be. I had a desire to be rich. Then I had a desire to be wealthy. Now I got a desire to leave a legacy. Straight up, and like. But I got a lot of other shit. So with that, 
knowing that your energy is money, take the energy that you have after you come off this nine to five job to really pour into yourself. Mm -hmm. It's just like someone said the other day, if you got this person who's spending 20% of their energy into this thing mm -hmm. and 20% of their energy into something else, but you got this one person who's spending 100% of their energy into this craft that they have, mm -hmm. who you think is going to build the most notoriety just by focusing on putting their energy into that one area of skill. Mm -hmm. And I, not only the most notoriety, but knowledge. Because they're looking at everything. From consistent muscle memory. Of doing the same thing. Of doing the same thing, thing over, over and, and over. over. Muscle memory, absolutely. I agree with that. And you know what's so funny? That's so funny. I know it might not be. I think we're way, we're way off subject, I think. No, actually, we're not. We're not. We're not. Nope, we're not. Sorry. Because um, I'm going to talk about working out. <laughs> but anyways, I, I can take it for the same concept. Say, you know, you're a guy. I'm skinny. All right. You, 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 you can see that. All right. So I've, I've done the same exact workout for 13 years. My body is so used to it. Literally, literally, my body is so used to it. I've never changed my regimen, ever. Only thing that changes is the weight. Mm -hmm. I've done the same workout for 13 years. If you give me a month, six weeks, it will look like I've been in the gym all year. That's muscle memory. Yeah. But that's because I put all my energy into here. I don't go to the gym on Monday and do pyramids and then do this and then do that and then do this and then trying to put combining 30 different exercises together because mm -hmm. I put all my energy into this one workout, this mm -hmm. one regimen that I've been doing for 13 years. And so with that being said, because I've done the homework, I've done the research, I know it works, mm -hmm. so I stick to it. Why do I need to go do anything else? Yeah. Because I know it works. But these guys, again, or women, they get, again, desperate. Almost everything in life is, you can almost consider it desperation. And I think why this subject yeah. is even, so. Even losing weight. Even That's what like, I mean. Yes. Going to the gym and hiring a personal trainer. Because you're too lazy to put in the work, to do the research, mm -hmm. to know what it takes to lose the weight. You then what? You turn to other folks. Just like you're too lazy to put in the work. To start your own company. <laughs> Absolutely. You damn what? You turn to other folks to tell you your value. To tell you your value, yeah. And then. Or tell you your, I'll tell you what your goals are. And then. Tell you what your goals are. You wait for a paycheck. That's it. Like a rat chasing cheese. Yep. And your paycheck is the cheese that that rat achieves. So that's why it's the rat race. Exactly. And Everybody's chasing a bigger chunk of, of the same cheese <laughs> when you work at someone's yeah, job. Yep. Absolutely. Instead of going out and finding your own piece of cheese. Who moved my cheese? You sound like you read that book. <laughs> no, I didn't. You didn't. No. Bro, you need to read Who Moved My Cheese. Like, that is a phenomenal book. The, okay, I don't know if anybody probably read it. The Who Moved My Cheese book is probably about that big. 
bro, I promise you. I got it at the crib. I buy it. Like when I was in Europe, I bought it. When I was in Fort Drum, New York, I bought it. Every time I moved, for some reason, I had to get a new book. <laughs> <laughs> I got one at the house. Right? The, the Who Moved My Cheese book is about that big. My bad. Probably shouldn't have did that on camera. <laughs> it was nothing. No, really, don't worry about that. Hey, Kev, I'll pick that up later. <laughs> I'm going to leave that in there. <coughs> and the book is probably about that big. It's a children's book. It's the yeah, size yeah. of a children's book. And the, and the letters are big. They're big letters. Wow. And literally, it's about two mice chasing cheese through a maze. Bro, I cannot give it away to you. You need to listen to it or you need to read it. It's a phenomenal, and that's exactly what you're talking about. It's the same thing because I think one of was one of them was I I know Scurry for sure. Scurry was one of the mice, and then it was another. I cannot remember the other mouse. I know Scurry was one of them, and if I'm not mistaken, Scurry was the one who kept trying to go after the same exact piece of cheese over and over and over, and he kept getting desperate. Over and over and over and over. It, I'm telling you, it's in that book. Desperation is in everything. People just don't notice it. Everything, and he's chasing. So the other one, I cannot remember his name. And he was like, okay, I'm done, bro. Like, I, I can't do this no more. Like, I've been running around this maze. It's the same piece of cheese. I'm sitting here, and he finds it. Scurry finds that piece of cheese. He finds it. If I'm not mistaken, it's been a couple years since I read it. But... He finds a piece of cheese. Then he, the other mice, he had, he found it. He, he's always somewhere else in a whole different part of the maze, <laughs> bro. When he gets to the other part of the maze, yeah, he finds a ton of cheese. Wow. He eats it, and guess what he does? He moves to the, he moves to another part of the maze. Wow. So he learned that he had to have change. The book is about not, you know, not getting caught in the rat race and being on this one piece of cheese. And not being chasing this paycheck and not looking and not as accepting change as change comes. Yeah. And, and you got to change. You got to change to grow. Okay. People don't understand that. If you're not, again, as we, as, as, as we, as we mentioned before, it's the same thing about um, the assets, this and that. You got to change. You got to change. You can't sit here and say to yourself, oh, I want this. I want that, but not willing to change. Yeah, he, he ate that cheese, bro, and he was gone. It's like me, bro. Like... But it changed off with the mindset, yo. So, I mean, we can we can sit here and tell people all day. Yeah, man. I, I know. Mean, but we pretty much gonna do that on here. Anyway. I mean, we are, but we're also gonna show and be transparent. Cause, I mean, there's nothing like being transparent. Let the person see the process and the growth instead of telling them that you can do it. Yeah. Because that comes with belief. Yeah, it comes with. Yeah, it does. It does. And you gotta believe that you can. But if, and then also you gotta want to change. I mean, and I think everybody does want to change, but it's just like Ajo was saying. I heard before, anything doesn't change, it dies. That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and the death is in in, in your life maybe your finances. Yeah. Yeah. And, and most people's lives. You know what I mean? It's finances. So. Anytime the poor wants to go from being poor to being wealthy, you have to change that mind. You have frame. to change the mind frame. Yep. And then consistent activity 
that's perpetuating you towards that new change. With the momentum. <laughs> With the momentum. Like you said earlier, you know what I mean? Yeah, I was going to say the same thing, you know, because you believe in that, you know, you believe in the Bible. So it says faith without works is dead. It's dead. the same thing in what same I believe concept. in. It's the same concept. Straight Absolutely. Up. So, man. Yo, you just got to. Uh, because I'm tired of seeing people be, become desperate. And then, like, desperation in relationships, like, your relationship with other people. It's going to die. No, I mean, that's when you got friction. That's when friction comes in. Mm-hmm. And because and what you're does only. cause? Frustration, right? No. Fire. Fire. No. I'm thinking frustration. <laughs> but, friction yeah. It's fire. So, like, friction in relationships with other people causes that relationship to die because you're solely with the crap mentality only thinking about yourself instead of thinking about the um, well-being of others as a unit because you can't do this by yourself by yourself every great person had a team backing them they never did it by itself talent was there but your talent can't sit behind this camera record this video your talent does not edit the videos in the wee hour of the night your talent does not post continually on this website this web this website your talent only is the thing that people are looking at but it took a whole team to put your talent out there and so that's where you poor those who you think poor are going to have to now change I mean the desire if, if the desire to change is there then the resources for you to change are also there they so are <laughs> absolutely and that's why we're here yep I mean I'm telling you because once you change that mind frame and you get to that grind frame I promise you a lot of things change. everything <laughs> will change man it's crazy crazy bro yup like even with me bro like Know what I mean? It'll it's the most I've saved in a while. Like, people on the job, they be vacation. What's a vacation? That's crazy. Like, how you start how, how you start a job less than 30 days and want to take days off? I ain't figured that out yet. Bruh. To go to go to what? A a game? A classic? Like the Florida Classic, November 23rd. You know what I mean? You got people who already want days off. Like, yo, this is a real job. This is a Are real you life. living to spend moments to be with people? That really probably don't care about you. Then you come back broke. Now you have to... You're already frustrated because you know that these bills are coming. Mm-hmm. These predators are coming and look mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm not a big fan of credit. I know. You know what I mean? We'll talk about that ding. They go another gym. Let's go. But, <laughs> you know what I mean? These, these creditors don't play. I mean, you have to pay to play. So if I got to play to pay anywhere, I'm going to go create my own board game. <laughs> you know what I mean? Bro, I'm trying to tell you. And the thing about it, and I, and I, I agree. Like, I mean... Wow. Straight up. Dude, I got some white pumas on. You do. 
I think I paid like maybe maybe thirty dollars for these at Ross. Straight up. Now don't get me wrong. I do got some yellow Harachis at the crib, and I don't mean it like that. That's probably the first pair of shoes over thirty dollars that I've paid for in probably the last five or six years. Straight just because I just I just liked it. You know, we were going mm-hmm. to the hair show for the first time, and that was kind of the colors we were rocking as 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 a color squad. Um, but I mean, nonetheless, that's not something that's a priority uh, for me. But it was just like, wow. Because in my head, I was thinking, I don't even know what the Florida class is. is that basketball, right? No, football. So what is it? Oh, Fam U versus Bethune Cookman. Two black historical colleges. Which I think is. Who comes together in Battle of the Band, step shows, you know. So they paying, so they taking work off to be entertained. Yeah. Wow. What, Netflix ain't enough? Hulu ain't enough? Because I'm sure you're paying for that every month, too. Straight up. And to me, like, bro, I, I just got some concept. Like, like, even with TV, like, those who we watch on TV are already getting paid. They s- While we take Say that again. our time, those who we watch on TV are already getting paid. Why so which we means we ain't getting. So that means we ain't getting paid to watch them. No, we're not. But we're taking our time to watch this Grey's Anatomy, and and they they got us so trained. We know the time that it was gonna come come on every month. That was in relationships, man. This girl, Grey's Anatomy. Not that it was a bad thing. You know what I mean, because she was producing income. But take that time to focus on what you want to do. Mm-hmm. We've all been given a skill set or a set of skills that we can now master and turn into money, which then begins to work for us. If you if you view money as the same way us two view it, then you understand that as a tool. Not to buy luxuries. Hell no. You know what I mean? But a tool. I'd be glad to get rid of this guy, dog. Man, I'd be glad to get rid of this car note. I got two car notes, bro. I'd be so glad to get rid of that. Man. Yeah, because think of the opportunities that come. (sighs) I'm ready to get rid of them. Let's see. Let's say you have a a $300 car payment monthly. What's that? $3,000 every 10 months? Mm Mm-hmm. Thirty six hundred. Thirty six hundred a year. Yeah. Imagine the let's say let's say something costs two thousand, and you knew that two thousand would turn to ten thousand in a matter of thirty days. If you had the access to that two thousand, would just get rid of, of a car payment, downsizing. Know what I mean. <laughs> But we always have to have the, the latest best. or the best of the latest thing. Yeah, my car four years old. My wife's car six years old. You feel me? Now imagine once you get rid of that. Well, she bought it used, or leasing, whatever you call that. I'm ready to get rid of them. <laughs> they got to go. I'm saying that expense, mm-hmm. the asset column then would build. And then you'll have money available to you that if an opportunity came where you're able to make eight thousand after that two thousand purchase in thirty days, because we we miss opportunities by making desperate decisions to go get into debt, and like a lot I of agree. principles now make sense financially to me, seeing 
how that if I pay things with cash or not going into debt, because right now, if my car is not paid off, if I don't make a car payment, let's say in three months, then now they have the technology that they're riding around scanning tags, mm -hmm. letting the banks know where this car is to come take your vehicle. That's why the goal is always to not go into debt, not be a slave to a bank. To a bank. No, I mean, but we are the slaves of banks. We, we all, I mean, because we get at some point because we all get direct deposits now. Yeah, so but you we could also get that. a check. I mean, with my direct deposit, for the most part, my wife she transfer hers over to me. Right. I know we we should have one account, but we don't. It works for us. But um, we've been talking about it lately. Yeah, yeah, we should too. I mean, me and my wife, we'll finally, you know, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. But uh, uh, I, I'm not gonna rush it on. It would be nice, you know, but I'm I'm not gonna rush it on. I don't. It, it don't really bother me because if I need something, she needs something. We, you know, we do the Zelle thing and we yep, transfer it to That's each exactly other. what we do. Yeah, right? so it, it don't it even works. bother me either. I I don't feel any 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 way about it but it would be nice to have all the money going into one account it may be a lot I think it would help as one a unit it would I, I, if I you see a surplus of five to seven thousand going into you account. know why because it'd change your thought process mm -hmm. and that's a good idea see again this is all transmissions everything that we're you know we're trying so we're not there and being like oh yeah. this what we did and this is how it happened so that's not well i tell you what i did do with this mind, this renewed mindset or new mindset, because I, I was adding to the asset column. Right. I was able to take my wife out. Oh yeah, absolutely. To eat last night. Absolutely. With the kids. Absolutely. Order off the left side of the menu. Ooh, not the right side. Not the right side. Not the right side. You know what I mean? Hey, oh yeah. It, it, bro, it was it was so Feels like good, fulfilling. Feels good. Cause like she thought like. At first, her first thing was like, nah, because you ain't going to let me get what I want to off the menu. In my mind, I was like, shoot, you finna get whatever you want to. Mm -hmm. So we had clams, lobster tails, shrimp, Absolutely. you know. Absolutely. But that's not luxury. I, I don't want y'all to mistake everything we just said and said is for no. luxury. Because you got to understand something. That, that meal was a... Not not an everyday consistent thing. Exactly. Like every single like you gotta pay three, four, five hundred dollars or six hundred dollars like myself do for a car note because I had a paid off suburban. Yeah. And about three years after that, my little Chevy Spark would have been paid off. So again, not anything in that type of sense, but it's it's there's nothing wrong with actually showing you know once you guys start to build and add to your asset column that this is what we can do because we built because i don't think you said that maybe you did but you took what you build on that asset to pay for liability so he didn't come out of his pocket that asset paid for the liability so let's get that let's make Straight sure up. people don't understand that Straight up. but that yeah but we're gonna leave y'all with that right there um remember if you're gonna you know it's a lot more Jews coming, a lot more gems coming, you know, from our transparency of the things that we're, that are our journey that we're going to go through. But at least let us leave you with this one note. Do your homework. Do your homework. And let your assets pay for your liabilities. I ain't there yet, but we, I'm, I'm, I'll be there. Straight up. I'm on my way. Purchase assets first. 
not luxuries. We do things backwards. We purchase luxuries first and forget about the assets. Because they don't exist. Because they, they don't exist. And not, I, I'm not talking about my life because assets are now beginning to exist. Well, like I told yeah, my yeah, wife yeah, the yeah, other yeah. day, I was like, we're purchasing assets, not liabilities. We're just going to spend maybe 10% of our income yearly on liabilities. Mm. 10%. Like, my wife, prime example, my wife want to go get her nails painted today. Something she knows how to do. Something she does very well. And I get the feeling of wanting to go somewhere to feel like, oh, I don't know. She didn't explain that feeling to me, but it, I'm a firm believer. If you can do it, then do it. Even though it may cost twenty five dollars, that's nothing. But times that twenty five over the course of time, and then imagine what you could. Do. Because here's the thing: not that I'm saying that she can't ever do it. That's not what I'm saying. That asset. I cut hair. Yeah. Why would I go to somebody else to get a haircut? Why, if I know how to cut my own hair? If I did not know how to cut my own hair, then that's something. But if I know how to do something myself, I'm cutting out a middleman and thinking futuristic. Because here's the thing. This asset column that I'm building is then going to be able to pay for this expense that I will want to do. And that's, that's what I'm saying. We do it backwards. The rich, they purchase assets first. Always assets and first. And then purchase a liability, a liability or a luxury. Yeah, liability. Like a, a, a iPhone. No, it, it, it's not liability at if it per ain't se. Put, if it ain't putting money in your pocket. No, that's that's see that's the luxury. That's why they call it luxury. If it's not a because liability is consistently taking money out your pocket, right? Yeah. Yeah. So a luxury. Oh, if you just buy an iPhone, you buy an iWrite and not paying monthly for exactly. it. Exactly. Gotcha. You know what I mean? That asset, that asset column has accumulated so much where then now you're able to purchase this thing for cash. Let's say a, a Porsche. You know what I mean? Or a Bentley. Mm -hmm. Because your asset column has grew to the point that you've grinded so much, now you're able to just go... And you name the price because you have the asset to purchase this. Yeah, exactly. And you don't have to deal with the, the shenanigans that because, goes on. Because you got the money coming the, in for it already. Exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's something we definitely going to touch on as well later. So, Do your homework. Don't make desperate decisions. Desperation always leads to frustration. Always. Have a definiteness of purpose. Definitely. Renew your mind, people. Renew your mind. Renew your mind. Become the new you. Exactly. If you spend 20% at your job, because anything that you have to work to get money for is a job. Pretty much. You know what I mean? Just over Even if you own the business, if you're working there, it's still a job. It's still a job. You know what I mean? So you still spend ain't a boss. more time working on the things you want to do yep. the gifts that you have pursue those to then bring you your financial freedom and purchase assets 
It's your boy Disciple, man. Cuts by follow me on uh, Instagram, Cuts by Disciple, Facebook, Cuts by Disciple. Follow us, Grind Frame. Grind Frame. Follow my dog, Legendary. You know what, Legendary Cuts and, and Styles, Styles on IG, the same exact name on Facebook as well. Legendary Cuts and Styles. That's Cuts with T U T Z. Okay, and Styles is S T Y L Z Z Z. C-U-T-Z. Cuts. No, C-U-T-Z. Oh, I thought you said T-U-T-Z. C-U. Or maybe I did I A. You know, if I think I'm going to edit that. No, <laughs> I leave that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Y'all can tell it's over, but. Yeah. Yeah, man. Until next time. Tell them again, bro. <laughs> Desperation leads to frustration. Change your mind frame. Get the guy frame. Straight up. We out, man. We out. We in hell!